Welcome to the Fitbox Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Frankie. Glad you're here listening. On our podcast, we talk about two main things. First and foremost, we interview members of Fitbox so that way you can hear their stories about how they're repaying debt, how they're saving for retirement, buying homes, all this type of stuff really to give you motivation and some different ideas. That's the first thing we talk about. The second thing our podcast do is we take individual finance topics and go through them in more detail. So that way you can say, does this apply to me? And how does this apply to my plan? So if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com, build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to another podcast episode. This is going to be a fun one. I hope you guys get a lot out of it. It's a question I get all the time. What do I think about Bitcoin? Okay. And any coin for that matter. All right. Um, And I'm going to go through with you my thoughts on these things. I'll also give you guys some insight and some potential stuff that we're working on with Fitbooks and so on and so forth. Um, Full disclosure, when we talk about this today. I don't own any coins, okay? Um, And you will probably see why uh, by the time I'm done with this. One of the primary reasons why, I'll just tell you this right now off the bat. Um, When I started Fitbucks and we got a few small outside investors to put some money in, my background's investing, so I signed an agreement saying that I could have no outside business activities, including looking at individual things like individual stocks, because uh, that's my background. That's, they know I'd be spending too much time on it. So investors made me make sure that I'm focusing on stocks. So therefore, I have not looked into in-depth into a lot of these coins. I look at things from a high level first to start making my investment decisions. So that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. Like I said, maybe, and I'm probably going into this, I'll give you guys some insight into potentially what we're thinking about doing with, with Fitbucks as well. Uh, before I go into that, though, as always, if you haven't got a chance to listen to our other episodes, make sure you download them, listen to them, make sure you subscribe uh, to our podcast, so that way any new episodes, you, you uh, get the notifications that we have new episodes out. With that, let's jump into Bitcoin, or Ethereum, whatever it is. And again, I'm not even really talking about Ethereum, I'm mostly talking about Bitcoin in this, primarily because, again, I'm not going to go through the nuts and bolts on the differences between all of them. I know like really good friends of mine that trade coins all day long and they have been knee deep in coins for the last four or five years. They understand these things inside and out. I understand the theory of the blockchain technology. I understand the theory of the coins, but I, I honestly, I, I don't dive deep, 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 deep into the intricate details of what makes each coin so different. Like I said in the, in the intro, I'm going to discuss these at a high level. My, just my theory on these things. Okay. First and foremost, one of my biggest pet peeves that I have heard people say is Bitcoin's market cap is XYZ amount. Hell, Apple is only blah, blah, blah amount. And they're comparing it to Apple. Now, if you're doing that, in my opinion, you probably shouldn't be investing in bitcoin you actually probably shouldn't be investing in anything to be honest with you but why do i say that what's so awkward about that bitcoin is a currency okay apple is a business 
The market cap comparison between those two things is completely ir irrelevant. Irrelevant. Now, if you said, hey, Bitcoin on a daily basis is used to do X amount in transactions. So whatever, if that translates to dollars, whatever you want to translate it to, it comes out to a billion dollars worth of transactions a day. Compared to the United States dollar that does a trillion dollars of transactions value per day, that would be a more relevant uh, comparison. But if you say the market cap of Bitcoin is you know X amount compared to Apple, and that's your justification of why it's blowing up and why it's so great, yeah, just stop. Like that—that's a huge pet peeve of mine. Like, don't. Okay. Now, another pet peeve of mine is those that take the argument against Bitcoin, and there's some very, very smart individuals that that say this, and and I get their point. Okay. They say. Like Bitcoin doesn't produce anything, therefore it has no value. So, so for example, I think it was Warren Buffett and Mr. Buffett. I'm sorry if you ever listen to this. Like, if I have you wrong or I quote this wrong, um, you might have not even been the one that said this, but I'm pretty sure it was you. I believe Warren Buffett said about Bitcoin. It might have been somebody else that I was listening to that it doesn't produce anything. Meaning, like you go to McDonald's and it produces food right like you can eat it that's production you can invest in you know coca-cola or construction companies or whatever and they actually produce a good literally bitcoin produces nothing literally it's it's a digital asset like it's not even like your typical other currencies i mean at least when you know the united states rolls out the a dollar they print it now not all dollars are printed i get most a lot of it's digital transactions they don't it's not actual dollars trans, like going place to place i get it but there's nothing produced with bitcoin now the reason why i don't necessarily like that argument is because it's a currency currencies don't produce anything ever the united states dollar we don't print a dollar and then say oh my goodness this produced something no it produced a a piece of paper with ink on it that's really useless it doesn't have any industrial purposes i can't eat the dollar or anything what is a currency fundamentally what is it currency is a store of value period that's what it is now this is where bitcoin comes in bitcoin has no value either does a dollar i mean the dollar money is just what it's printed on right like it's a piece of paper how much is a piece of paper really worth like where the value comes in is people's perception of value like if the united states dollar people perceive that as not being valuable anymore nobody's gonna use it and that's the bet is that that people are making when it comes to bitcoin they're saying okay the united states dollar is going to crumble that's what we're thinking and no other currency out there is very good i mean the the renminbi all the, the yuan whatever it is the the pound the, not even the pound anymore sorry the euro all these things they're no good they're trash so they believe 
that bitcoins on a decentralized exchange that have no influence of a central government influencing it is what's going to take over and that's the investment thesis now i'm just going to summarize that they believe that the value in it is that people will recognize it as a store of value and use it to transact that value the same thing the way the dollar is the dollar is a fiat currency okay so that means that it is literally backed by nothing it is literally not worth anything the reason why it has value is because people perceived that it has value and society needs to have that because without that you basically have a barter system right so just things would be extremely extremely inefficient okay so the dollar serves a great purpose because it's a fiat currency basically what the betters of bitcoin are doing is they're saying that currency is going to get replaced we believe bitcoin is going to be the one that replaces it and that's where it gets the primary value from now i get there's other things in there about not being hacked it's yours the digital keys all that type of stuff i get all that stuff but primarily from the big picture that's why people do it now here's my thing on that okay the dollar was not always the reserve currency for those of you that don't know what the reserve currency is reserve currency is what all the transactions around the world are settled in okay that is what makes the dollar so valuable okay that is primarily the the big piece we weren't always that britain used to be it and then they lost that i can't remember when it was i want to say the 70s or something like that and they entered a massive recession for like 10 years okay um actually maybe even longer than that uh, i don't remember how long but when they lost the real reserve currency we took it over okay we were not always a fiat currency we used to be backed by something we used to be backed by gold okay and that's what was the appeal to make us the reserve currency and people trusted that now once we had the trust we became the world reserve for controversial reasons i won't get into it on this podcast we switched to a fiat currency basically we were no longer on the gold standard okay in essence we can just print money and people trusted it okay they trusted politicians and their federal reserves and all these central banks to do the right thing right um, anyways like i said that's an, that's another podcast episode so it's a fiat currency now with that understanding of how over time we built up that trust that's why i personally don't invest in coins it's because they're all fiat currencies to me there, there's nothing backing them there's nothing there saying you can trust us because we have this store of value. So keep that in mind because I'm going to bring that up again later. Okay. So that's one big reason why I don't invest in coins. Okay. Now, back in the day, okay, if I was, you know, in the 70s, let's say, I believe, again, I believe that's when uh britain and england they were the reserve currency the pound was the reserve and then they lost it and the united states became the reserve i could have sat there and said look i can see what's going on in in britain and in england and this stuff is it looks bad their economy looks bad let me look out around the world okay like the united states is doing fantastic they have this currency backed by gold it's very stable 
And I can make a prediction saying that the United States is going to take over the real reserve currency and their value is going to shoot through the moon. Great. That's my investment thesis. I'm going to go and hold dollars. Okay. But at that time, remember, it was backed, it was backed by gold at that time. So it actually had a value. With the coins like Bitcoin, one, they're not backed by anything. And two, there's thousands of them. Which one is going to take over? You know, a lot of them will say Bitcoin because of XYZ reasons. A lot of them will say Ethereum because of XYZ reasons. Some of them might say it's going to be Dogecoin because it's just a meme and all of a sudden people want to buy it. But there's literally thousands and thousands of coins out there. It takes a tremendous amount of research. I mean, I told you about one of my good friends that, that trades coins. He's been doing it for five years, and the first like three years, he he didn't do very well, and he had some, he lost, you know, a lot. He made some more, lost it again, and now he's really learned and really dug deep into all these things, and now he's made over seven figures because he knows exactly what he's doing. He's literally been doing this and studying this stuff for five years. So for some of you that are just saying on the internet, well, somebody posted something on Facebook, so I'm going to go and buy that, stop. If that's you, just don't, just don't, just stop, right? Like you got to dig deep and to come up with a understanding of these things before you go in and say, this is why I think this specific coin is going to have value in the future, okay? So that's my, my take on Bitcoin. Just to summarize, it's a fiat currency, so I don't trust it. I, I just don't see anything value there just simply because there's all these other coins that are fiat currencies which one's going to be the one right that takes it over um the other big reason that i didn't mention you have central banks on all, all over the world if we go to a coin as a store of value a digital coin like bitcoin bitcoin takes over i understand the concept of decentralizing monetary policy, meaning it's no longer controlled by the central banks. I'm, and I'd say I'm a thousand percent on board on that. I get it. Let's effing do it. The problem is that people that control the monetary supply right now, that control the central banks and the politicians and everything like that, they're not on board on it. So to think that they're just going to give up that power and say, okay, look, this thing's great. It decentralizes it. It gives people you know, power again. They're not going to give that up that easily. Okay, so I, I see a lot of headwinds with coins, and that is why I don't necessarily invest in them right now. Okay, again, you can take this. The only recommendation I give to people is do your homework. Do your homework and know this stuff inside and out. Now, I mentioned you guys earlier, you know, one thing that I see as a big problem is that they're fiat currencies. And so we at Fitbucks have been getting a lot of lenders <clears throat> to ask us if we would start using our Fitbucks score on our algorithm to do loans, okay, and actually underwrite loans. And so what we've thought about doing is just that. So like student loan refinancing, like we have a special product, not your typical student loan refinancing, but we have a product on the drawing board that we may roll out in the future I don't know sometimes like mortgages or auto loans or personal loans and at that point in time if we do that 
we would do it on blockchain technology with a coin where investors can buy and sell it whenever they want to. But the coin would be backed by the loans and the cash flows of the loan. So it's actually an asset-backed coin. It actually has real value. I believe personally that and we're not the only ones looking at this. There's there's stuff I don't know the full extent of it. My buddy's been telling me about it. DeFi, um, like decentralized finance. I've been getting some stuff from them too. Haven't looked too much into it. But that's one of the concepts that they're coming up with. And I believe that the coins that will actually take over are the ones that are going to be backed by assets. Now down the road, maybe they transition into a fiat currency where they're not backed by anything. But in the short run, I think that's what it's going to be needed to build trust from participants of taking that. Until then, I see coins more on like the fringe of things. They call it the black market, whatever it is, where is where the most value is going to be at. So that is my take on Bitcoin, just to give you some insight potentially on what might come out from Fitbucks in the next two to five years. Cross our fingers, maybe it's earlier than that. We don't know. Uh, but that is my two cents on Bitcoin. Some of you that are more advanced are listening to this, shaking your head. This podcast wasn't for you. I know why you're shaking your head, but most of the people that are listening to this have, would have no idea what you were talking about and why, and that's my opinion. They shouldn't be going into the coins unless they're doing their homework and knowing exactly what they're doing. Unless you're going to get Bitcoin going from 60 to 31,000 and you're going to be sitting there losing 50%, you're not going to understand why. Okay, so that's my thoughts on the coins. As always, thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll be talking to you soon.